Hello, and welcome back to the Lit With Prayer podcast. I'm your host, Dane Camella, coming at you from Nashville as this podcast gets released. I hope you guys are doing well. I'm in Nashville for a conference called Grow for God. Really excited about that. I actually had the opportunity, or I'm getting the opportunity to speak there. More stay tu- More to come. Stay tuned to my uh, stories on Instagram. I'll give you some behind the scenes, but I'm really excited about that. And also, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't yet subscribed, what are you doing? This is a way for you to get updated, especially if you come here and listen to these podcasts. So make sure you subscribe on Apple, Spotify, take the two seconds. And if you want to go above and beyond, go ahead and leave us a review. It helps us reach more people with the Word of God each and every week. Without any further ado, let's jump into this week's Bible story. Why be thankful? Luke chapter 17, verse 11 through 19. One of my favorite holidays is Thanksgiving with friends and family. It's one of those uh, times that most Americans take to get around the table, give thanks to God, and spend time catching up with each other. It's also a day that many Americans see it as Turkey Day, right, without any uh, thoughts of actual Thanksgiving to God. Throughout scriptures in the Old and New Testament, we see verses of giving thanks to God for his loving kindness, tender mercies, his goodness, his faithfulness, and awesome grace. King David in the book of Psalms wrote songs and verses giving thanks and praise to God. Although he had moral failures like committing adultery with Bathsheba and he was responsible for the death of her husband, he was repentant and asked God for forgiveness. He had a very close relationship with God and through his lineage with Bathsheba, the Messiah would be born. In the book of Luke, there was an occasion when Jesus was traveling through Jerusalem near the border of Samaria and Galea, and he came across 10 lepers who cried out to him and asked him for mercy on them. Jesus responded and told them to go show themselves to the priest. Why would Jesus respond this way? During Jesus' time on earth, leprosy was an incurable, contagious disease. The disease is caused by bacterial infection that grows slowly and affects the nerve, skin, mucous membranes. Untreated, this disease will eat away the skin, cause blindness, a loss of fingers and other extremities of the body, and eventual death. Because the disease was so contagious, those that had leprosy had to be separated from their families and the general public. They formed their own small communities, like this this group of 10 lepers, and according to the Bible's law, only the priest could declare a person clean after inspection, and that person would be allowed back into society. Today, leprosy is curable with antibodies and drug therapy. It's not a common disease, and most new cases are found in India. The 10 lepers had heard of Jesus in his healing and miraculous works. They did not come close to him because it was against their laws to do so. Even from a distance, they cried out to Jesus to have mercy on them. When Jesus told them to go and show themselves to the priest, they did as he said. They had faith for their healing and were obedient to do as Jesus instructed. They didn't wait to see if they were healed first. They followed Jesus' instructions. As they were on their way to see the priests, they were cleansed of their disease. One of the lepers, when he saw he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. He went back to Jesus, came close to him, knelt by his uh, feet and gave him thanks. He was a Samaritan, not a Jew. Jesus asked, where they're not 10 cleansed, but where are the nine? Jesus commented that the only one that returned to give God the glory was this stranger Samaritan. Jesus said to the the Samaritan, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you whole. He was already cleansed of the disease, but if he had any missing fingers or disfigurement, his body was made whole. Let's remember to give 
praise and thanks to God, not only for the miraculous, but for our lives, our breath, our loved ones, and for saving us. Having an attitude of gratitude is a lifestyle choice that comes with blessings. Even when things are challenging, thank God for his strength that helps us go through the challenges and thank him for the positive expectations that we have for an answer or outcome. When we give God praise and thanks to God, it's a form of worship. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Give God thanks when you make your request to him. Philippians 4, verse 6. Lastly, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus for you. Give thanks as you go throughout your circumstance, not for the circumstance. In other words, if you are sick, thank God for healing, not for the sickness. Thank God for the positive expectation you have and not the negative circumstances you're experiencing. When you pray, believe, you receive it. Personal development tip of the week, did you know that neuroscience proves that you can't feel grateful and sad at the same time? Maybe that seems too good to be true. Well, let's try it and find out for ourselves right now. I want you to take a few minutes and focus solely on the things that you can be grateful for. Deliberately focus on only those things. You can pause this and do this practice with me right now if you want to see how gratitude is so powerful in your life. It can be family, your relationships with God, what God has done for you, your career, etc. Take time and do this now. Did you take a few minutes to do this? If no, why not? Seriously, take a few minutes to do this, especially if you're someone who experiences a lot of sadness and negative emotions in your life. Pause this right now. I'll give you one more opportunity. All right, let's continue on. If you chose to do this simple exercise, let me ask you, how do you feel? Probably better because when we begin to focus our minds on something specific, we begin to feel it more in our lives. Remember, like I've said in the past, whatever you focus on, you feel. Put another way, when you start to change what you say, you will start to change what you see in your life. Working on your mind every day will greatly benefit how you feel because it is so strong and it can be developed. Practicing gratitude can be performed in many ways, prayer being one of my favorite. However, you can start a gratitude journal, which I've done for many years. Find the practice that works for you and commit to doing it each day. If for some reason you have made it this far and you still don't buy into this whole idea of gratitude, let me leave you with one last thing to think on. If we are to agree that what we think about and speak about each day affects how we feel, wouldn't changing what we think about and speak change how we feel? Let's start taking responsibility over what we think so we can shift our focus off our burdens to God's great blessings. If you're listening to this podcast, I have a question for you. And if you want to submit your answer, go over to litwithprayer.substack.com. That's where this whole podcast is written out. You can read and listen to it, and you can give your answer to this question because I'm really curious. And the question of the week is, how often do you practice gratitude in your life, and how has it impacted your life? I want to know your story. I want to know how you do this in your life to help me learn and grow. We are all learning and growing as we're walking with the Lord. So let me know in the comments, and I look forward to reading all your comments. Prayer for the week. I will constantly give you thanks, Lord Jesus, for all that you have done for me. I will speak of your goodness and grace and share my testimony with others. Thank you for loving me first, for giving me the gift of everlasting life. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure you share it with a friend. You never know who might be impacted by a message from the word. 
Make sure you subscribe. If you want to support us further, go to litwithprayer.com. And also, lastly, we have a meetup in less than two weeks, November 12th, Phoenix, Arizona, 2.30 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. If you want to come, shoot me an email, dane at litwithprayer.com. I'll get you all the details. Looking forward to seeing you and bringing this community closer, all while putting God first. God bless you. Have a great rest of your week.